Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 185, baby! 185. How's it going, James? There's no time, Johnny. There's just no time to talk about how it's going, okay? We need to get... Moving on this. Uh, it's going good. Out. I do. I got I got a scheduling conflict. Um, I'm good. Um, very busy day at work. Work is overwhelming at the moment. You know those days where you're just like, oh, God, this is never going to end. And then it does. But you're like, oh, I still have so much to do. This is terrible. Yeah, that is the worst. I will yeah. s- w- uh, a note for the listener. Your heart out is still longer than we go most episodes. It is. But it's still there. It's like, I don't know. It's just the the... Oh, I can't remember what the... For the listener at home, just know that you should feel rushed this whole time. Yes, you should. You should be unsettled through this entire experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Almost like you have to pee really bad, but you can't. Yeah, right. If this episode were a feeling, it would be having to pee. Yes, correct. That's what it would Uh, be. I'm sorry that work is... uh, That's the worst feeling when you leave work and you're like, all right, I know I am done for the day, but... It just means that tomorrow me is going to have an even worse time. Correct. Yep. Tomorrow is not going to be fun. Uh, how are you, Johnny? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm on top of my job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. Uh, I'm doing well. We saw each other this weekend. We went and saw The Batman, a movie that is okay. <laughs> we did. A movie that is conservatively about nine episodes of this podcast long. It's the longest movie <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I enjoyed it, but there were many flaws, which is kind of the f- most fun type of movie to see where you have fun and it's good, but you can still rip it apart with your friends afterwards. That's kind of what We it was. had an entire row of the theater and we were the only ones laughing. <laughs> yes, correct. We were the only ones who found anything in the movie funny, which felt strange, but it worked. Yeah. The whole theater definitely hated us, but I think we weren't that bad. No, we weren't. We weren't like screaming or hooting and hollering. We were just laughing at stuff. That's right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of screaming, do you want to introduce our guest? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. James, I'm sorry you had a rough day. I had a rough day, too. Johnny, thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. I, I, I'm really sad that I didn't get to see the Batman with you guys. It made me really, really, like, really, really sad. I love Rick and Morty, and I thought that he made good food today. Uh, guys, if you want to like the podcast, like and subscribe. <laughs> sorry, was, are we are we good? I feel like we got but, it under time. I think we did. I think we can shut it down. All right, cool. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, hearing uh, how's you guys it going, talk Joey? about seeing the Batman made me somber, uh, morose. Uh <laughs> Because well, I don't have a family, jo- Joe. Because his parents, because his parents died. Yeah, yeah. Because his parents died, and I had to hang out with my uh, wife's. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's uh, family was in town, so he was doing other things. Yep. Uh, and so- I, I stared daggers at them the entire time. So I was like, "You're ta- you're taking me away from my freaking boys." You people who raised the woman I love, you jerks. Anyway. This is like, uh, they're attempting to like redo the Batman franchise for like, this is like the second time in recent history, but like the hundredth time total. That's like, this is like meant to take over like Ben Affleck, right? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Like this is, they want this to become like their flagship thing. I I don't know if they've established if they're going to keep going with it, but they definitely set up 
a sequel if right. necessary. I'm given to understand uh, that in this next one, the Joker is going to be played by a hologram of Heath Ledger. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> I made uh, that exact joke as we uh, left. God damn the theater. it! <laughs> oh, it God, was, oh, I am a hack. Well, uh, so am I. So good for us. <laughs> well, you got there first. You, yeah. you are a creator, Johnny, a true visionary. That's right. Uh, uh, Joe, you, but when you were hanging with your family this weekend, you sent us a lovely looking plate of food. Oh, I had me some swordfish, which I had never had before. It's essentially like fish steak. It's crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> did you choose that? Or yes. was it like a prefix menu or something like that? Because I, that just seemed swordfish for you seemed out of left field. It was because I, I I decided to fight my instincts and not get a hamburger at a very nice restaurant <laughs> and not get the chicken niblets, <laughs> yeah, the fried chicken niblets they had on I the kids saw, menu. I saw mini <laughs> corn dogs me. on there, and I felt like that was a profiling <laughs> thing. Or like if I pick that, I have to leave the restaurant. You know, <laughs> what fat of are you cooking your food in? And if you could bring out a tub of it, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, what did oh, you say, God. Jimmy? I was just saying, just seeing the plate, <laughs> the photo of the plate that you sent us knowing that that restaurant also had mini corn dogs would be the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> <Just Right. saying. laughs> Cause it was, it's a, it's a big hunk of like fried swordfish with also like, I think it was like squash and uh, yeah, it's for them to also have, you know, like pretzel bites or something. <laughs> and it was delicious. It was great. We did that. And then um, we ate at hometown on Friday, which was great. And then at this place called Frankie's, Frankie's 457. Do I oh, yeah. know it? Um, and, they, um, they in Carroll Gardens, six. right? Yes. Uh, I would like to call it Frankie's 666. Again, a grounds for removal from the restaurant. Uh, really good pasta. And um, I had a uh, short rib over polenta. It was a great time. Mm, I'm very um, mad right now. Isn't Frankie's 457 <laughs> attached? Isn't it a, a pizza place also? It like has a takeout pizza spot as yes. well? There's, yeah. there's like three restaurants of the same ownership right in a row yes it always confuses me walking by right there's frankie's which is like the high-end spot there's their slice shop right next to it and then there's like the middle ground between those two after that that's like cool you can bring your kids to this one or whatever definitely (laughs) they have the corn dog nuggets yeah (laughs) definitely a future stop on pizza sunday tour without pizza sunday um but yeah other than that it is nice to see you boys and be here Excellent to have you. James, have you eaten anything great recently? No. I had Next question. Lovely, yeah. <laughs> no, I had a I had a lovely uh uh gnocchi with mushroom dish on Friday night. We went out my uh wife and I went out to uh a nice Italian restaurant and I had uh mushroom with gnocchi and it was so goddamn good. I haven't had gnocchi or mushrooms in a long time and just was reminded of how pleasant both of those things can be yeah. on their own and together so it was great uh this is interesting gnocchi is italian for marshmallows pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> and it, in italy's ghostbusters it's a big giant pasta man so pretty cool anyway johnny that is very you? cool um <laughs> i had a granola bar during the batman and my friends made fun of me yeah, I'm going to make fun of you now, too. What the hell were you Because they thinking? all got candy. Well, we got donuts beforehand. They were very good donuts, and I was on a sugar rush. And then we went to, right after we got donuts, we went to a CVS pharmacy where everyone was getting candy for the movie because I'm friends with a bunch of addicts. No, no. Uh, excuse me. Smart. Excuse me. I did not get candy. 
I got a box of Cheez-Its. Okay? <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that, a, that a completely overpowered woman checking tickets tried to make me throw out, and I said they weren't for the movie. I was just shopping, and then I went into the movie, it was so and funny. I ate them. That <laughs> like, what is she supposed to say there? She has no power. That, that poor... Poor woman. Poor I swear to God, they put they 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 put this like the sweetest, most like meek woman I've ever seen checking right. tickets, and she just had to try to be like, you can't bring that. And I was like, oh no, 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 they're not for the movie. I was just shopping beforehand. Literally, all I had in my bag was a box of cheese and a bottle of water. Say, and I was like, that's my shopping. <laughs> How dare you take my shopping away? Toilet paper and ranch dressing for profiling purposes. <laughs> There oh, was sorry, no, I was, I was getting the essentials. <laughs> and James, a large man, said, yeah, I have food. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, and then I, I, I faked through a punch at her, and she flinched, and I uh, said, two for flinching, <laughs> and I hit her on the arm. So, James, if I'm to understand this, uh, a woman told you not to do something. You uh, intimidated her into making your <laughs> thing happen. And, no. and have, no, and I've learned no. nothing about believing women, is what I understand. During <laughs> International Women's Month, no less. <laughs> there was no actual intimidation. There was just bald face lying to her right, sure. like, right there. Can I ask what every, what did other people get snack-wise? Um, Alan also got a uh, thing of Cheez-Its. I got the extra toasted. He got regular. Did, um, did he get stopped? No, his was a tiny box that he just had in his in his. Uh, coat. Oh, what a rookie! Yeah, um, I don't know. Milton what got a beer. Get? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The woman stopped me by. Milton had a tall boy <laughs> under his jacket as well. Nice. Uh, it's just that yours was out in the open. Everyone else had things hidden away. In yeah, pocket. I was. Yeah, I was. I was brazen with it. Smart. Very smart. Um, but I, uh, I also had an Italian food on Friday. Uh, we went out and I had a wild boar ragu, and then we also we split a. Like a rigatoni and a vodka sauce that was very good. Ooh. Uh, we also had a focaccia for the table that had roasted, that had caramelized onions on it. That was delicious. I love focaccia. It's what is it so called good. when someone sabotages that uh, Broadway award show? All right, rigatoni. Johnny, back to you. Oh, <laughs> Mike. I was trying to think of how focaccia played into it. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, he outflanked us with, with rigatoni. <laughs> uh, it's called a move. My birthday is on Friday, so we're going out to a nice modern Mexican meal, which I'm very excited about. Because when I think John Newman, I think modern Mexican. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's <laughs> a, a fancy. Picture, you're a picture of Oaxaca, Johnny. Yep. It's going to be my two favorite things, which are expensive, and they're going to tell me how to eat the food. That's Those are the two <laughs> best ways. To <laughs> Rub it on your cheeks, then <laughs> smell it. And that's the first That's right. <laughs> Uh, um, should we talk about uh, binging with Babish? It's the show where we um, uh, loosely we, have a podcast about it. Should we should we talk about Richard and Mortimer first? Richard and Mortimer. We've talked about this show many times on this yes, show. Yes, we have. Still good. Uh, yeah. What is? Let's see. He made. Uh, what have we made from this? That was. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even remember if he's made anything from the show. But we've we've talked oh, about he Rick made and Szechuan Morty. Sauced. Yeah, you're right. Szechuan you're right. sauce. Yep. Uh, that uh, might be it so far. He the, later is going to do sugar chicken, but we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, so yeah, he do, but he does the Szechuan sauce twice. He does it yeah. and then it's revisited. So we've talked about mm-hmm. it twice. 
Uh, I still live in the same land, which is you both and lots of people have told me it's a great show, and I can't get past the pilot because it makes me so mad hearing burping every five seconds. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you're gonna have to get over that because it's yeah. Good. I'm, I'm here's Go to the, the deal. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just gonna rewatch Mad Men again. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so what we'll do is I, I think I can find a middle ground here. Is we'll cut. We'll do a new cut of of uh, Mad Men where we add burps to everything that <laughs> yeah john ham john ham burps every time he yeah. takes a sip of alcohol <laughs> what is it when he's trying to sell that that slide thing we can just add burps into that yeah it's not a wheel it's a carousel <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got it uh yeah, uh, i'm sure it's great i might give it another chance if i grow as a person a lot in the yeah next, just skip just skip to episode two there's exponentially less burping with each episode as the show Wait, goes really? on. Wait, really? Yeah, yes. it, it becomes less prevalent. It's like, oh. it, it, yeah, it becomes less of a character, like defining character thing as they become, they, as they write better episodes. So they showed it to some people and some people said a similar thing that I did. Yeah, yeah probably. Pretty much. They're like, what if we did less of that? And then All like, right. that's more time for jokes. You have it. Uh, you have a commitment from me on air. I'll give it another shot. Especially because uh, I think it's the second episode that has uh, the Pirates of the Pancreas. Is that yeah. the, it's one of oh, yeah, the first it's, it's couple second episodes. Second or third, yeah. The, it's yeah, great. It's the, one of the best episodes. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll give it another whirl. And yeah. the shtick of this episode of Babish, first of all, I think it's very funny that an episode where James had a hard out, we watched a 14-minute episode. I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to this what maybe the longest episode we've ever done of his that it wasn't like a special episode. And I was like, we got we got to do this fast. And we pull it up, and it's three things, all dough. He makes right. dough for three separate things. It goes on forever. Jesus Christ. Just the longest thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> so what, uh, what is, I hate is most little bits of, a recurring thing in Rick and Morty, or is this a one-time thing? It's a, it's one-time, a one-time thing. thing. It's it, they do episodes where it's just like basically their version of a clip show, but in a very silly fashion because it's uh, interstellar cable. So it's just commercials from every possible reality. It's very fun. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, and so the the shtick is little food. It's a restaurant where they make little food. How ironic. That a a food that was supposed to be little created an episode that was too big. (laughs) It could have been, it should have been a two minute episode, quick. You remember when like tiny food was like a a huge, I'm sure there are still people who do it, but it was like a huge thing on YouTube and like TikTok to a degree. I think it has died down a little bit, but it is still very fun to see people make little food. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think it's the uh, opportunity to play God. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it really it really breaks through the monotony and crushing and crushing existential crisis when you right. feel like you can control everything sort yeah, of like if, a- if jack and the beanstalk if the giant from jack and the beanstalk had just made uh jack a meal you know that that probably feels like they would have broken bread instead of trying to kill each other it is a great comedy presence when one thing is too big like i think Sha- yeah. like shaquille o'neal doing things with normal size objects always funny yeah or like when he stood next to Simone Biles or or, or anyone right. who's pr- particularly small, you're like, that's you can't be the same kind of person. That's crazy. Uh, friend of the pod, Daniel Raderstrong, fellow comedian, uh, still calls other friend of the pod, Eric Schmidt, Tiny Food, because he showed him a video of Tiny Food maybe five years ago, and Eric had never seen it before. <laughs> so whenever I bring up Eric to Daniel, he goes, "Oh, Tiny Food," and I say, "What?" And no one else calls it. One person calls me this. I'm like, I'm. Isn't that how like children identify people? Like early on in development, they like associate a memory with. 
that, that's that is the most perfectly Raider strong bit to. Yeah, I don't want to speak ill of our friend, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Raider strong and I still bring up a bit about a sweater from like six years ago. It's it never goes away. <laughs> yeah, don't you two do a thing about partying? Oh, oh yeah, Johnny, how much time do you have? <laughs> yeah, Johnny, yeah, I have all the time in the world. James is the yeah, one. I don't, hey, we, we we do not have the time to bring up the party. Johnny, um, what, all I'll say is uh, this right here. This is party. Anyway, James. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the food he made. I made made You said <laughs> I have to go so soon that I can't say words good. He makes food, and I gotta go do money to make my money happen. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the end product. The process was tedious. Yeah. Um, but like seeing the tiny little pizza was great. I loved the tiny pizza was my favorite. I would. I mean, it's essentially a bagel bite, but right. it's like a ups. It's like a better bagel bite, and I would right. eat a thousand of these instead of one big pizza. I would eat all. They just pop these in my mouth. It'd be great. You know what it is? It's bagel bites done by a place that also serves swordfish. That's what. It, that's what was nice about <laughs> yes. it. Yes, correct. Yes, that yeah, we did it. <laughs> uh, so first up, wait, what did he make first? Lasagna. First he made the pasta. Oh right, yeah. He made little lasagna, then little pizza, then little apple pie. The little lasagna. He, he does mention at the start that he's like, I'm going to do regular recipe size things, but I feel like most of the fun of these videos is seeing, like, tiny amounts of everything. Like, he basically was just making one piece, and he even says it. He says, I made one piece of lasagna and then just cut it into six. Yeah. It's, it, it was, he also, the introduction of a tiny cheese grater to the lasagna equation. That was the one thing he used small was a tiny little cheese grater. Right. It gave me fingertip agita just because I can see, you know, shreds of of my fingerprints winding up in that lasagna. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he didn't shred his knuckles. But that was... <laughs> um, yeah, it did because it also it like took some of the challenge out of it of like your margin for error would be way smaller if you were actually making the very small amounts right. that you had to make. Um, exactly. Right. Another through line of this episode was him not greasing the vessel that he was putting stuff in. He he made a little lasagna tin out of aluminum foil, and then he made a little. Uh, well, he just used a what a muffin tin for the apple pie. Didn't right. grease either one of them, and then went. Yep, forgot to do that. <laughs> Which I don't know how you get this successful as a as a YouTube cooking show without greasing everything. I. I'm terrible at cooking. Terrible at most things, really. I put nonstick spray on everything, on my <laughs> toothbrush, on my we, pillow. We no, listen, I'll disagree. I'll disagree. Of this as, podcast. Someone, yeah. as someone who, as yeah, as someone who's had their job for six years and is still not particularly good at it, I I kind of was like, okay, I'll give him, I'll You're cut some slack some on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I refuse. It's it's <laughs> almost as if the greasing of things isn't the crux of what makes the show successful. <laughs> this is why I'm a bad cook because I get hung up on like the second step in every recipe instead of like the holistic approach. So I get to the part where they're like, grate the cheese. I'm like, the cheese is already grated. Do I grate it more? <laughs> just, just taking a greased. handful of already grated cheese to go back over the grater. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> just showing, showing up to the pot with fully bandaged hands what happened the cheese grater again i tried to grate already grated cheese <laughs> uh fun babish lore is this is the first look we get at his new home uh the the studio is not yet built which we'll later see but we see his upstairs kitchen and he makes pizza there and we see his expensive pizza oven that makes a delicious looking mini pizza one one of the main notes that i have from that moment is uh in all caps uh the words my new house has a pizza oven three times <laughs> 
because uh, this felt like a very transparent attempt to show that information. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that three times, or you just wrote it? I'm saying times? that 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 was what I got from that moment <laughs> was, was essentially him wildly gesturing to it and saying that three times. <laughs> That'd be fun anyway. to have a pizza oven. Maybe someday. Maybe someday we could collectively own a pizza oven. <laughs> That'd be nice. I I think space is. Uh, you got to have a lot of space to have a pizza oven. Oh, well, I think it's the final frontier, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about getting new cabinets for my kitchen just to add extra cabinets because I've run out of storage space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not to put anything in, just to have cabinets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want cabinets with empty shelving to be like, yeah, I got yeah. space. <laughs> uh, he, when he was making the pies, he called uh, the cake tin a cupcake cavity. Um and said that that could be a ska band's name. I think it's probably a better porn site. Cupcake Cavity? We can move on. That doesn't have to be anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could combine them, and they could be playing ska music the whole time. <laughs> Instead of the audio of porn, it's just horn, horn-based pop punk. Uh, which of these dishes looked like your favorite? What would you want to eat the most? And least. I would go pizza pie lasagna. Hey, a pizza pie. <laughs> <laughs> Real missed opportunity, Jimmy. Thank you for picking <laughs> up the ball, Johnny. Uh, I'm going to say probably the same. The lasagna looked kind of lame, but I mean, it's the one that is suffering the most from things being small. Like the other two have already pre- previously done small versions. Right. Yeah, I think what I like about a lasagna is uh, how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I like the heft. I like feeling the heft of right. that plate. <laughs> and when you take that away, that's like half the enjoyment is gone. It's like, oh, okay. Right, like we've we've done, like they have like apple, cinnamon, like toaster strudel. There's, like you said, bagel bites. No one has ever been like, you know what's great about lasagna is if it could be portable somehow and, and made smaller. <laughs> The Italian place we went to on Friday night, it was good, but our other favorite Italian place near our apartment is the place that does this like 15 layer lasagna that oh. is so good and so heavy. Like we feel like yeah. we're going to die afterward and it's like the best. Did, just not to go back to the well one too many times here, but is there a market for for small lasagna cubes that maybe are like breaded and then fried as lasagna bites? Sure, probably. I'm right. sure I think there that is. market. I'm looking at that market right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The market speaks things into existence sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm sure someone does that, and that sounds great. Right? Does that sound like something that would happen in like Omaha? Yeah, I know it, that it's it, a Saint, a St. Louis thing to do toasted ravioli, which is deep fried ravioli that you right. dip in tomato sauce, which is great. I've had it; Las- it's delicious. Yeah. Like yeah, lasagna, of is good. lasagna just feels like it would be logistically more difficult because the sides are open. Right. 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 No, it, it's and like, <laughs> and like having to bread that, and like yeah. so it doesn't explode out the sides is definitely the challenge there. I, I bet there was someone who tried to compete with toasted ravioli. Some poor St. Louis resident early on trying to compete with toasted ravioli, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa mine's toasted lasagna," and it's just leaky and gross, and this fryer yeah. caught on fire, and his kid died. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that guy was probably pretty sad about that whole affair. <laughs> There is a uh, recipe on the Food Network's website for fried lasagna bites. God damn uh, it. And it looks pretty much like what you're saying. So this is a real thing that uh, I don't know the chef who did it, but There are no that's okay. original ideas. And why would we ever try? 
is the is what I get Crea- from that. Creativity when you Google it, fried lasagna bites. The first thing is fried lasagna bites Olive Garden. Damn, that make that makes sense. Yeah, Olive Garden definitely. If if there was a market, Olive Garden cornered it, took it over as now running a cartel of, <laughs> of lasagna bites. It looks like it's not currently on the menu, but it was at one time. Which I wonder if there are people who follow it around like the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, there's the lasagna frita, a copycat Olive Garden recipe from PassTheSushi.com. All right, well. We love it. Uh, do we have any correspondence? We sure as hell don't. We did have, <laughs> I will say this, we did have uh, a spam email in French, which I will not attempt to read, but I thought it was, I think it's a funny, I wanted to tee it up just because I think it's funny to like try and spam people in languages that they maybe don't know, even though I like know French. Like it's funny to try and send someone thing that's like, do I know, do I know someone who's like speaks <laughs> I, I couldn't think of it. all the languages I thought of off top. I, I love the idea of we get emails only in languages that you've done a pretty moderate to advanced uh, amount of Duolingo to. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they give me anything more than the first three letters of the Korean alphabet, I'm screwed. <laughs> How competent do you feel in French? Like if you were to, like they threw you in the middle of Paris, you can get around or? Yeah, I can make it happen. I if I spent a, f- a week in Paris, I would consider myself fluent. I think I'm on really? the border right, right now between proficient and fluent. Wow, that's, that's also that's the very worst. Impressive. That's also the worst example you could ask him because Paris is the easy, like super easy to get around. It's super it Americanized. Like, if you got dropped in the southwest of France right. in a small town, <laughs> right. how confident are you that you're if I'm on the Swiss border? Town? Yeah, I don't think it's the worst example. I was <laughs> in France. <laughs> It right. is not no. as bad of an example of like we're gonna drive you in the middle of China. Yeah, <laughs> rural China. And Use you your to French speak, to and escape. And you have to speak Joe. French to escape. It's not even one of the like French colonized like Asian territories. Like, <laughs> right. different. It was Vietnam or something. <laughs> if this were Family Feud and it was name a French place, I said the number one answer. <laughs> I'm going to turn the question back around, and I'm going to ask, A, are you, do you think that you're proficient in any other languages? No, I thought I was in Spanish, and then we went to Spain, and it turns out that I was just confident. <laughs> Honestly, I, confidence confidence is half That's a half lot the of game, the equation, dude. yeah. That's I like, thought I don't, so, but with foreign languages, it's actually not. <laughs> no. That's the thing. Is like I, if I was in Paris, I would be fine because I can read French. Right. Better than anything, and I can kind of understand it. I can't speak it, but reading comprehension and things like that, it's like, oh yeah, I understand what's happening here. At least, yeah. I mean, bit. I wouldn't die, but like, <laughs> no, I would. You would die. That's a bad okay. measure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I go uh, to I go to a restaurant and I don't say something right, and he just kills me. Yeah, yeah. I they, they're doing. I mean, it's getting you know swept under the rug with all that's going on in the world, but they're doing you know full. American tourist executions in countries where, where people don't speak the where do, people don't attempt to speak the language confidently. It's, yeah. As long as you do it with confidence, you don't get your head blown off. But that's right. The second you hesitate on a you know on an article or something, gone. <laughs> is this word French that, or, or is this word feminine or masculine? Done. Bam. Pegged. Right. All that to say is we liked the episode. <laughs> we liked the episode. We'd love it if it was I, long. 
Yeah, I did not enjoy the episode as a whole, but I enjoyed the end results of the episode, if that makes sense. I liked speaking yeah. about the episode, and I liked getting a spam email in French. I thought those were both <laughs> fun experiences for me. Guys! If you like the podcast, um, please like and subscribe. You can go pee now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, a... no, no, no. <laughs> Moving forward, you can't pee while listening to the episode. Correct. Do not ever. Will, take I'm going to be a tiny listening. tyrant about this. <laughs> yeah, write um, in if you pee during our episodes a lot. Yeah. And stop. And it. also, if you're a man, sit down while you do it, like a man. Correct. Um, like Robert Pattinson does. He said does it in he an sit down interview to pee? recently. Yeah, he said it in no, an interview. No, you got to sit down when you pee. That's what I do. That's how he promotes Otherwise, the Batman. Spraying it all over like an idiot. Exactly. Um, Sitting down to pee, the superior way to pee. Correct. Uh, five star reviews. That's what we need. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by sitting down to pee. If you're not doing it, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, uh, well, follow us for more content or get Gab, Gab with Pam on Twitter, Gab with Pam on Instagram, and send us emails with whether or not you sit down to pee and yeah. we'll respond in French calling you a fucking coward if you say no. I, I, here, how about this? In addition to ideal meals, we will also take ideal bathroom experiences. Ooh, I like that. Absolutely. Um, Do you want a urinal in your home? Great. Yes. <laughs> that Send I will still sit down in. I sit down. <laughs> Send that to GavinWithFabish at gmail.com. Okay, bye, I was, everybody. I was trying to find ways to prolong the episode. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye.